I think everything's set up. Do you, do you know what it is? Like, I, I think I can have like millions of episodes and I'll still never know if everything's set up properly. Is, is, is anyone else like that? Like, I, it, I, I don't know. Even if I'm like copy and pasting something, I have to press copy like 18 times before I paste it because I don't trust the old me to have done it the first time around. So that's what you see. Like at the beginning of every episode, I just look like I'm frazzled because I am. And this is this is hard for me. I'm just trying to figure out where the hell life is going. And that's how we start off new episodes, isn't it? Well, that's what I said last time, I believe. So yeah, I just want to kind of start off every episode by having a little check-in. And it's a good time actually for you to ask yourself some of the questions that I'm gonna be asking myself so you know how am I doing and how are you doing we'll, we'll go back it like this and I'm I'm okay yeah I'm fine I mean I slept all right but I do have a twitch actually I've, I've got a twitch in my left eye so if you notice it ignore it because I, I don't know why it just keeps twitching and I don't know what to do about it but other than that I'm fine I ate well I missed breakfast to be fair did I nah I had a coffee still black americano as well so no cow that's calm. Uh, did I get through my major food groups? Nah. I want to say I ate some yogurt. That might have been last week. I'm trying. Do you know what I mean? And that's the main thing. Is the, we all love a trier. But no, I, I'm, I'm doing good. And today I played a bit of snooker because you know I'm old. And it's, it's just the best game of my life. To, me and friend went to a snooker hall. Good days. Just played a bit of snooks. And, and you know what? It's, it's essential for the mental. I feel like we all have to find those things in this world that just calm us down a little bit, where you can just escape the noise and just enjoy something really simple like handling some balls. It's my favourite thing. And yeah, and the reason I say that is because there is a lot of noise going around, isn't there? I mean, I'm in the UK, I'm in London, from Birmingham, but I have noticed from earlier this week, I think, it must have been like Thursday, that the UK is officially in a recession. And it got me thinking about kind of where we are as a city in London compared to when I came here what in 2015, so that's like eight, nine years ago now, to now. And I just want to assess what the hell has gone wrong? Because when I first thought about coming to London, I remember thinking, yeah, I'm going to be like, I thought it was going to be Devil Wears Prada, but like people had better accents. I thought I was going to be just in and among everything that looked really cool. And I'd be one of those cool people. Because I remember my brother went to uni here and we went uh, to Camden and a few other bits. And I remember seeing loads of people piling in for the commute. And I used to think, oh, I can't wait to be one of them. Like an idiot. I was like, yeah, I can't wait to be in debt. That's what I must have been saying to myself. And now I'm in debt. And we all are, aren't we? And it's just like, well, what, what more? Do, what, what, what can I want now? The devil wore my Prada, didn't it? So, yeah. So I just kind of wanted to go into it a little bit. And I guess it all kind of stems back to the fact, and this is something I've thought of a lot, right? There's a lot of melanin in this country. Beautiful brown skin. And out of all of the melanin, that we could have picked in this country to help run the country, we chose Shishi and Cruella. I mean, we're, you say chose, I mean, they were just kind of thrust upon us, weren't they? But of, of everyone, you had to bring them. One of them who wants to ship my grandparents off to Rwanda and the other one who will probably join them on the first flight there to make sure they get tucked in, all right? And I've, I've never got, right, when it comes to these sort of politicians, people, weirdos, I, I've never understood how they can't answer a single question properly. Like, if I'm in an interview or something and I don't answer a question properly, then I'm not going to get the job. I thought that was pretty straightforward. And 
I can't imagine being one of these politicians, right, like Shishi or Cruella, and that, like, imagine just talking to anyone, like my mum, for example, if I ever asked a question like one of these politicians to my mum, I wouldn't be here today, so if mum was just there asking me, uh, yeah, um, oh, can you make sure you uh, wash the dishes, you know, you, you need to start pulling your weight, and I'd be like, boom, mother, <laughs> you know, first of all, I, um, appreciate your sentiment, and I would like to wash said dishes, however, you know, there are certain things that you must take on with, on board with that feedback, you know, there are limitations across the nation, and there's segregation, and I have constipation, and I'm not understanding why you would like me to do such a thing, when there are just so many options, we haven't even explored the vast spectrum of options that there are there. You seem to have come to this all on your own, and I think there needs to be some diplomatic course to ensure that I and yourself, you know, this is a this is a joint process that we get to the end goal of dishes being washed, and we will find out together who will wash them. My mum would have slapped me to next week, and my dad would have helped it be a month. I don't understand how how that they, them these people are in charge of the country because clearly they haven't done a very good job. Now, have they? Because, like I say, if they tried to even get away with half this stuff in any of our communities, oh, they would have been slapped up, and and rightfully so because one thing that they've always talked about, especially in London, yeah, is about travel. And how, you know, we're keeping it frozen and it's going to be cheap and it's going to be... I need to take out a second mortgage just to get on the Elizabeth line? You think that's good? I have never once actually thought, when I've got on the tube, been like, God, that was a good way to travel, wasn't it? I'm hot, I'm bothered, I smell, I'm scared, and I don't like what's going on. And then, what, what I love here is when it comes to banking, the bank that I use doesn't even tell me straight away that it was a transaction with TFL because they must, well, I'm assuming they have to know where you tapped in and where you tapped out in order to calculate what your, what your givings were for that day and what your bill is. And it will tell you, like, when I'm trying to get to bed at about 11 o'clock, ding, oh, T TFL has taken £84.60 away from your account for travelling from Richmond to Barons Court. I don't know. And it's just like, well, okay. so, okay, great. So that's what you've done. And now I'm supposed to be just kind of happy about it? No, that's just not the way it's going to work. And I don't, I don't know what it is, but there seems to be just a different form of life depending on what type of tube you use. So... I have had an issue my entire life with the Jubilee line. Well, let me say, the Jubilee line has had an issue with me its entire life. Because every time I get on there, something happens. The last time I took a long distance journey on the Jubilee, it was literally from Stratford to like West Hampstead. So it was like, I want to say that's like 15 or 18 stops, something like that, going through loads of different zones. And I was just sitting there, minding my own business. And... I was sitting, so there's, in the carriage, there's like two parts where you can get off. So on those bits, there's no seats, but there's seats in the middle, seats on one end, seats on the other. And then you got the three, actually, exits and entrances that you can get in and out of the carriage. And I remember sitting in the middle one, I had one seat open next to me, and the other seat was vacate, was um taken up by somebody else. So I had my arm on the left uh, part of the seat because that was mine. Clearly, Nanny over here, she went and took her side, so I was like, cool, this one's mine then. And then when someone comes and sits there, so I was thinking, they'll go and take that. 
this man, he must, I don't know where he got on from, but he stood for quite a long while before deciding that a seat was his preferential choice of travel. And he stood right in front of me and he was a, he was a larger gentleman which is not a problem obviously it's not a problem like take the tube that's fine but he was standing in front of me and just out of nowhere there wasn't even a jolt in the carriage there wasn't a reason for him to lose balance he sat on me he sat on me he sat on my lap what do you think i did i can already tell you're asking what did you do what did you, you think i did I apologise to him, as if it was my fault. I was raised too well, clearly. And uh, he, he sat on me, he got off, and then he didn't even say sorry. He just kind of looked at me as if like, oh, that's just kind of a normal thing to do. And then I got in an attitude with myself. I was like, why did I get angry? I didn't say anything, but in my mind, why am I, why am I annoyed? Because he dealt with it so well. He clearly does this often. But yeah, I got a lap dance by some big man in a tube and that was probably the highlight of my TFL journey when it comes to travel in London and I can't stand it and sometimes you know I catch the bus I like the bus because I'm from Birmingham I like I used to catch like two buses coming on from school I actually just just enjoyed the bus because I I enjoy most forms of travel when I'm not driving I can't drive anyway but it's just like yeah just get me to where I need to be I'll read a book I'll chill whatever but buses have gone downhill as well because I grew up in the era when you could get like vouchers for fast food chain restaurants on the back of the ticket and it would be like 2 99 for a burger and chips now i'd be lucky if i don't start a new pandemic with the amount of disease flowing in that thing i can go into a random bus in northwest london and end up as patient zero all i'm doing is trying to get from one end to the other but no everyone wants to sneeze and just not wear a face covering and just and there's always those kids if you have kids like this, sort them out because my parents wouldn't allow me to do this ever without a firm slap to the cheek. So these kids, I don't know where they've come from, a womb somewhere, but they always have to cough with their tongue out. Two things you shouldn't be doing. If you're going to cough, you've got to keep it nice and civil, you know, you know, a little bit to the side. These kids, <coughs> it's always an asthmatic one as well. <coughs> Bro, we just literally got out of a, a bloody lockdown where you want to stick us in another one, do you, Jacob? Whatever your name is. I can't, I, I can't stand it. But, and I love how now there's certain ones in London. I don't know if they have them around the UK now. I think they do in Manchester. When I, when I went last time, they had it there. But they have sort of like these eco-friendly buses that are like, yeah, so I think it's hybrid. So half of, half of the time it's electrical and half of the time it's just a normal, normal engine. And... It seems to always want to be a normal engine when I have to walk at the back of it because that's when every single fume and every single CO2 emission that comes out of the entire part of Europe on this world has to come out of that one single exhaust and into my lung. And it just and it just and it just wants to poison me and then I have to go then and poison everybody else as if it's my fault. And then I'll be the one that should, you know, I'm the carrier and I'm the patient zero and I'm the bad person. The driver knows as well. They always see me walk around. I've, I, I caught a bus today when I went to go play snooker. And the driver clearly... Where else could I have gone, bro? I wasn't exactly... What, was I checking your oils? No. Obviously, I was walking behind because that you drove in front of the zebra crossing. The zebra crossing is for me. So I went to the zebra crossing to cross over. And the minute I set up there and I looked left, 
I was just covered in smog. And that was his fault. And he knew exactly what he was doing. And I hate, I just love it now that they've got those eco-friendly badges. And now they're eco-friendly. And that's the big thing now, isn't it? It's a lie. I'll tell you who are eco-friendly, though, in this world. Roadmen. I've got to commend some of you lot, you know. If you are watching, welcome, Mr. Road. Because, like, you, all of you, I always see loads of you, man, on, like, electric scooters and lime bikes and generally just walking. And I'm just like, you care for the environment? I backed that, you know, that's really sick, and actually saying that, I was, well, I was in my flat yesterday, I think it was like yesterday or two days ago, and there was a ruckus going on outside my flat, now I'm not going to say where it was, because, you know, putting your location online is basically how you end up having a documentary made about you, so I was just chilling here, and then I hear like loads of stuff going on outside, and I just thought it was just the usual kind of fracas of the road persuasion, you know, because I heard loads of shouting and gallivanting, and I was like, oh, you kids have fun, and then I heard, get on the ground, get on the ground now, Ugh. I was like, ooh, so I went outside, onto my balcony, <laughs> I went outside, and I looked down, and everyone in the building had come out and watched as well, it was like, it was like a, we're at a Broadway show, and I saw that there was four, there was like four or five policemen just on top of one guy, and I was like, oh my goodness, what has he done? And then they started like going through his stuff and they pulled out a lot of stuff from his bag. Some stuff that I'm not sure I can actually say on this platform because it's probably something that you, you could put two and two together. They had some of the, a lot of the things you see in the news was what was in their bag and I could see it down there. But you know what I also noticed? My guy was using a reusable bottle. He had like, I think he had some sort of bamboo toilet roll because I know the brand. And I was like... On one hand, you're a threat to society. On the other hand, you're saving us. I was so conflicted. And I just had to be like, you know what? I don't like what you've, what you've done, probably. But I like what you're doing. And I don't mean that with the thing that got confiscated. I just thought, yo, I like the well-roundedness that we got. It's nice. It was really nice. And then you got, so you got people like him and loads of roadmen nowadays own a Tesla. So they're just electrifying the air and just, you know, just keeping things quiet and nice and, you know, other than those small, you know, membered communities who like to have pimped out exhausts all the time and every time they go past a small built-up area because that's what they think ladies love. They don't. But yeah, I prefer that. I prefer you to have a Tesla. It's nice. But the one thing I don't like about people driving Teslas is what if I'm just walking down the street and then I'm trying to cross the road, and I might not be paying attention, and I should be paying attention, but I can always hear a car. You can't hear a Tesla. And I don't think I can go the rest of my life if there's a headline written about me, young, dashing, beautiful brown man run over by Tesla. I can't live with that. That's just, that's just another level of, it's just a violation. And I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want it to happen to me at all. Touch wood, every wood that I've got, but it's... I can't take being run over by a Tesla. It's basically like, it's like being hit in the face with one of those electric scooters. People will laugh first before they hope you're okay. And that's not the kind of thing that I want in my life, if I'm honest, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, it's, it's a tough one. It is a tough one, but that is just the way of the world that we're going at the minute. And one thing that needs to stop, and, and it's a pandemic, that you will know about, I don't think it's been reported in the news, but vaping, 
We need to make it stop. And I'm just saying, if you're a vapist and you're watching this, can I just ask you, like, genuinely, let me just ask you this, yeah? You do know that the air outside is good for you. You don't need to flavour it. It's good the way that it is. In through your nose, out through your mouth. You'll feel better. You don't have to be sucking on batteries all your life. That's all I'm saying, man. Like, I get if you want to, you know, flavour the world around you like bubblegum. It's actually quite romantic that you want things to be nicer and you want to synthetically do that to yourself. But if you're going to do it, to people who do it in London in particular, if this applies to you, if you think this applies to you, it does. We can see you vaping in the tube. You're not slick when you... Oh, I hope nobody saw. We saw! Everyone saw! I see! Do you want to know why? Because it looks like The Undertaker just boarded the TFO Underground and you're just there just wafting in it. And with vape, I get that it's vapor and it does disappear eventually, but not straight away. I was sitting behind someone on the Metropolitan, I think, must have been three days ago, max. He puffed out what must have been, I don't even know what the smell was, apricot I'm going to go for, with a mix of tar. And he, he blew it out, and the, the vapour settles on the floor. I've never seen anything like it. It looked like dry ice. I was like, bro, you're sticking that in your lungs and you think that's okay. My guy probably already charged it by using the charger out of his PlayStation that he hasn't cleaned since he bought, well, since he got it secondhand off his mate who got it by scamming Amazon. And I'm just like, why are you doing this? I don't understand that it, there is different options. And on different options, there's also different options than just drinking all the time. What is with Londoners and just drinking? Are you just incapable of having fun without it? Because I I just want... Can we just not go to a Waterstones? Can we just not walk around, look at books, smell that book smell, and not buy anything? Can't we just window shop at Harrods, knowing that we will never live this life? Can't we just... Can't we just sit and talk? It's just... It always has to be loud and boisterous and scary. I just want to relax. I don't, look, I'm not one of those people who's like, don't drink, don't, I've, I drink, okay? It's not a bad thing. Obviously, everything's just in moderation, but goodness me, it doesn't have to be all the time. And this whole Thursday is the new Friday thing. Who the hell thought of that? Do you want to know why? Because my family has this thing, and it might be quite common with, with Indians who are watching this, right? Tell me if it is, but my family have this thing where we don't drink on Thursdays. So your new Friday, it's just my Thursday. I can't drink that day. I just have to watch you get drunk. And then because you're hung too hungover to do your work on Friday, I have to do your work on Friday. So my Friday becomes the new Monday. Selfish. And I can't... Yeah, I just wish that we could all just be doing things. And this is just a, a note to companies and to, to, you know, businesses around the UK or even the world. It doesn't have to just be London specific. Please be more inclusive with what you want to do. Trampolining is fun. Can a brother get some go mammoth like friggin' like basketball stuff? Can we not watch a football match? Can we not play board games? Can we not have a movie night? Just gotta be drink, drink, drink all the time. And I hate it. Again, nothing wrong with it. But it's just too much. And too much of anything is bad. Bruce Lee said that, I swear. He got it from me. But yeah, I just, 
I just think that I've only really hit the tip of the iceberg, really, innit? I could talk about this stuff for a lot longer. But really, I want to end this by saying, you know, if I was in charge of the country, that is a, oh, that is a good one. If I'm in charge of the country, and let's just assume that any law I pass is just, it's just passed. It doesn't have to go through parliament or whatever the hell it has to do. Um, what would I do? Honestly, I would ban smoking in public areas because your life decision shouldn't have to impact my life expectancy. So I'd still have areas where you can just like, I don't know, I'd, I'd put a little cage there, a little picket fence, and you can have some, some games to keep yourselves entertained with other smokists. And then, and then you can go and, go and have fun. And then I can walk down the street without having to cough hours of my life away each day. I think that'll work. So that's one. And I would probably say if a restaurant, especially a chain restaurant, has a price or goes or like creates a menu and they have a set price that that price can never change because i'm sorry you're not adam and jill setting up a little coffee stand down the road and they actually struggle to to pay their bills you're a multi-million conglomerate fast food chain that doesn't have to charge me an extra 50p for my fillet burger let me live and this whole cost of living you you lot can really help with that because i'm I'm struggling to think of many businesses who haven't profited during this so-called cost for living crisis. So if it, if it pleases the court, and it has to because this is my world we're talking about now, keep your prices the same and then we will come and spend money that we have on those same prices. And we'll probably even, because we're stupid, we'll be like, oh, because everyone else has put their prices up, but you haven't. It will probably be more loyal to you. It's pretty simple. You don't have to take 20, 30 pence from all of us when it's 30 pence that we could really do with and what you don't need. And I'm really annoyed that there's certain businesses that haven't really understood that fact. And that's all over the world. Stop being greedy. Like energy company, I could talk forever about energy companies. Why are my bills going up? And then British Gas or whoever it is has gone from 70 million in profit to 700 during a crisis. The only crisis is one of conscience, bro. You are out here living a better life while we live worse ones. And that's a tale going out through the rest of the world. There ain't no crisis. It's just that you look at all reverse it, but you're choosing not to because you got a fat wad of money going into your pocket. And as Bob Marley says, money, 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 money is the root of all evil. He didn't sing that, did he? But he definitely said it. And now people are going to say, now everyone's going to say, oh, I'm, I'm racial. Because it might not have been Bob Marley who said it and it might have been somebody else. No. I know he said it, and it's in his film. It's out now. Go watch it. He might not have invented it, but bloody hell, let's just calm down, shall we? In this world of just getting one over on each other. Let's just all relax. Goodness me. This is like therapy for me. I don't know how it is for you. Like, like I, 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 Don't get me wrong. I read all of your comments. All of them. I read every single one of the comments, and it's like, first of all, thank you for the support you've given so far because it is just really nice to read for one it's just really nice to to get to know what you're thinking of the show and all this sort of stuff and also how I can improve but this is just therapy for me half the time because I'm just able to sit in front of a camera and just say stuff and I am purposely keeping all this stuff unedited and I don't want to have to you know make anything synthetic when it comes to it so it's like I don't script a lot of it either and there's a reason for it. I, I have things to talk about and there will be things to talk about, but that 
if I just keep on scripting it, unless it's something specifically awkward or something that I know I need to be careful with my words, it's like I'd rather just be upfront and honest. And that's kind of the vibe we're going down. And that's why in the, in our downtimes, we're, ne- we're not filtered, are we? We're not perfect either. We're not, you know, having to stick a mirror in front of us and having to, to be a certain way and do a certain thing. We're just, we just are who we are. And I'm hoping the kind of idea behind the branding of this and everything was for me to be as raw and honest as I usually am, while you are just as you know, comfortable and as raw and honest as you are. And then hopefully we together can build something pretty cool. And so far, like, thank you for the support. It's been really cool. And like, like I say, just share it as much as you can, because if you do like it, obviously, like if you hate it, don't share it. But like, if you like it, then share it about because I don't know where this could go. I really don't. And it could go far. You never know. The only way we're going to know is if you can help me with that. And I can't do it without you. So I appreciate all of you who have tuned in to watch and listen or whatever platform you've used for this. But um, but yeah, make sure you're following on the Instagram in the description <laughs> because that is where I post more updates on like what the next show is going to be about or if I need your help with it. Um, I'm not sure what the next one is going to be about yet. I need to think about it. But if you have any ideas, stick them in the comments because I read every single one. So thank you very much. Appreciate your time. And um, yeah, let's just hope the world doesn't get worse. It's going to get worse, isn't it? But let's, let's do it with a smile.